0: Ray, can I get an update on the radio thing?
1: Um... Yeah... We still haven't been able to figure out what the problem is. It's hooked up to power, just like the rest of the instrument panel, and nothing else is screwed up. By all rights, it should be working.
0: But it's not.
1: Not at all. We're starting to think it's the transceiver itself. It's never given us problems before, but maybe something inside got jarred loose. We'll get on that ASAP, see if we can't pry the console open, and see what's
0: wrong with its insides. What about external problems? It's easy enough for the radiation coming off of a star to scramble radio waves, or, like... I don't know. But if you need someone to do a once-over on the outside of the ship, I could do a spacewalk. Uh,
1: there's no radio apparatus on the outside of the ship, sir.
0: I mean, I know, but maybe I can just... (sighs) Yeah, forget it. We'll talk when you come up to the bridge. Winnipeg out.
2: Pardon the interruption, Captain, but I have something to say.
0: Of course you do.
2: Yes, I think it is high time that our lovely customers got to know their captain in a delightful segment I'd like to call Fun with Winnipeg. You will recall the 27 times I asked about this exact segment since the LTS mellifera launched. I'm just gonna...
0: B, this is really cute. But I have more important things to do than play entertainer to a bunch of rich civilians.
2: (laughs) Ha ha ha! I'm sure the captain doesn't mean that. After all, Apis Industries prides itself on giving you, the customer, the best experiences money can buy through superior products
0: and service. I told you to warn me before you start broadcasting!
2: And I told you we were starting the segment. Generally, organics are able to make inferences about a situation based on the data given.
0: You asked me if we could start, and the answer is that I'm busy.
2: To be precise, I didn't ask. But organics have the right to be incorrect if they wish.
0: Well, I'm not asking either. Stop recording and let me get my work done. If I have time later, we can talk.
2: Yes, sir, Captain Winnipeg. And I'll just...
0: <sighs> I like my job. I like my job. I like my Job.
2: We seem to be experiencing a small technical error. Okay. B. Now we're done broadcasting. Crash of the Mollifera by Morgan Lane. Episode 2. Fun with Winnipeg. Greetings valued customers aboard the Apis-owned spaceship, trademarked LTS mellifera! Worker B here wishing you all a fantastic day! To assist you in having a fantastic day, I have some excellent programming lined up for you via the intercom system, including advertisements for Apis Industries' wonderful products, informational assessments of nearby planets, and the segment I am most excited to get to, Fun with Winnipeg wherein I will interview your captain so we can all get to know him a bit better. I do not say this to imply that Captain Winnipeg has been hiding his details from Apis Industries, nor that he is under any suspicion from myself or his superiors, but gosh, he's so dedicated to his duties that it falls to me to ensure he socializes. Now don't misunderstand. I was sent aboard the mellifera to support you first and foremost, of course, cherished guests. Still, what sort of cruise director and co-pilot would I be if I didn't look after the emotional well-being of our beloved leader? The answer is not a very good one. The fact that I might learn something interesting about what he spent the past 8 years of his life doing is purely coincidental and certainly not my actual underlying motive. But before we start in such a vein, how about another fun description of a new and exciting release by Apis Industries, That's right, I'm talking about crawlers, trademarked. Do you like the idea of nanny cams but hate that they're restricted to one room? Do you enjoy drones with camera mounts but can't stand how obtrusive and noisy they are? Then look no further than our storefront kiosks valued customers because these miniature monitoring marvels are about to change everything you thought you knew about surveillance. Each crawler is small enough to fit in the palm of the average sized human hand and designed to look like a generic arthropod. The easy to use remote control allows for versatile positioning from up to 60 meters away through most expected wall thicknesses and materials for maximum stealth capabilities. Your crawler will even be able to scale vertical inclines! Wow! And that's not all folks! For a reasonable increase in price, you can order our Aerial Flying Spider model. Perfect for monitoring wildlife, children, spouses, co-workers, and complete strangers at outdoor functions. And for those of you worried about noise, listen to this sound clip. That is a flying spider moving at maximum speed! Compare that to the noise of this unnamed product of one of our esteemed competitors. piece of garbage that was. I'm glad I don't work for those people, trying to push barely functioning drones onto an unsuspecting public. For a complete list of all the ways owning a drone could endanger the lives of your loved ones, please consult the public awareness posters we have distributed around decks Gamma, Delta, and Epsilon. Let Apis Industries be your eyes and ears. Buy a crawler today! It would appear that the captain has left the bridge and is headed to Epsilon. My, my, the entertainment deck isn't traditionally a place designated for the fulfillment of important leadership responsibilities. Let's drop in and see what he's up to.
0: Hey. Daisy. Guy. Is there a specific name you'd like me to call you?
3: I don't have a preference, sir. You do not need to generate more options if you would rather not, as the children have compiled a list to choose from. Unfortunately, the first twenty-five entries are the word fart.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't you rather pick your name yourself, though? That's what I did.
3: You are an organic, sir. I do not think it would be well received if I chose my own name.
0: I guess. Mind if I ask you a question?
3: It is not in my job description to mind anything.
0: Uh, yeah. Anyways. Do you know anything about the malfunctions the other Daisy units had?
3: No, I don't.
0: You sure? Did they do anything weird before they got taken off the ship, or. I don't know, were there any signs that something was going bad?
3: Not at all. It's my understanding that the Series 10 Daisy units have undergone several programming updates, in service of stabilizing known quirks presented in Series 9 units. And none of the individuals I worked alongside before showed signs of degeneration before their removal. Huh. What kind of
0: quirks do Series 9 units have?
2: Captain Winnipeg, Unit 9-146, fancy running into you here.
0: Uh, still busy, B. And everyone, I guess, if you're still broadcasting.
2: To everywhere but the bar, sir. I didn't want to distract anyone present with feedback. Speaking of which, I noticed you were at the bar- ARE YOU ABSOLUTELY SURE YOU'RE BUSY?
0: I... Yeah, I'm helping out a friend.
2: Sir, Unit 9-146 is a robot.
3: You will recall that daisies are meant to provide the illusion of camaraderie. If the captain refers to me as a friend, it means I'm performing my intended function.
0: Geez, if you want to put it that way. But yeah, I have some important questions for him concerning what we talked about after your kids' corner segment yesterday. I don't know if you wanted the whole ship to know about that, though.
2: I see. That does not fall under the umbrella of your duties so far as I know, Captain, as the head engineer is better equipped to interface with artificial intelligences, and you are still sitting at a bar speaking with the bartender. Uh,
0: Okay, you want some trivia for the passengers? Fine. Did you know I don't drink? My old man had problems with alcohol, so I decided pretty young I wouldn't touch the stuff so if any of you see me at the bar, it's probably to speak to a passenger or barkeep here.
3: Barkeep is almost a name. I'll add that to the list.
0: What an interesting bit of information.
2: I should note that the captain has a glass full of nuts in front of him, so he isn't here solely to talk with Unit 9-146.
0: Captain Winnipeg likes hazelnuts. Wow, what an interesting fact you've just shared with everyone. Great job. Sorry, Barkeep. It looks like we'll have to talk more later.
3: Understood.
0: Oh! Thank you, but two facts really aren't enough for a segment, Captain.
2: Perhaps you'd like to inform your passengers of your time spent aboard a government vessel?
0: Nope. Bye!
3: (laughs) Well,
2: I suppose this segment will have to be reformatted into a series of shorts sprinkled throughout our programming to better accommodate Captain Winnipeg's busy schedule. Currently, he appears to be moving towards engineering. Hopefully, this means he will be focusing his full attention on the communications issue, though I feel obligated to tell you that it is equally likely the captain is requesting equipment to perform a spacewalk. Again. It occurs to me, cherished customers, that I do know some things about the captain from our time spent working together. Perhaps I can continue these shorts in his absence with some trivia. For instance, did you know that Captain Winnipeg is far-sighted? That's right, folks! If someone were to knock his glasses off in close combat, he would be at a significant disadvantage! Disclaimer: Avis Industries strongly discourages engaging its employees in combat and is not responsible for any injuries sustained while engaging in such actions, regardless of severity or complications. Our use of injuries includes but is not limited to long- and short-term physical disability, emotional and mental trauma, financial loss, and death. Isn't that interesting? I doubt it will ever become especially useful to anyone present, but it's still good to know fun tidbits about your leadership team. More Captain-based facts to follow, but in the meantime, I think it's high time we discuss the first off on your Apis Industries-led cruise, the beautiful planet of Eosferos home to many of the rich and influential in our federation the breathtaking semi-natural beauty of Eosphoros can only be matched by its place at the forefront of intergalactic happenings when you land in Amorphous spaceport you'll see the capital sculpted cityscape stretched out in front of you like a tapestry the manicured vegetation of its parks balanced with exciting architecture inside amorphous city limits the cutting-edge atmospheric regulation machines maintain optimal oxygen levels for human life and a balmy ambient temperature of 22 degrees celsius, perfect for a leisurely stroll through the Venuri Gardens. There you can see living wonders from every planet in the primary system and beyond. Fearsome jaguar bats from Enfis, low-gravity Bowetson moon lilies, and even an as-of-yet unnamed and unclassified giant succulent from an expedition to the mysterious Lamarck. I have been told that the current expedition to Lamarck is just running a little behind schedule and the rumors of giant, man-eating arthropods traversing the planet's surface are completely false. There's no reason to suspect that every curator sent by Venuri has perished in agony. Outside of the city lies Representative Grunt Hayworth's Federal Wildlife Refuge for the more adventurous among you. Carefully terraformed by the system's best Kelgedon land sculptors, come prepared for a day of exciting photo opportunities. The federal park boasts 58 waterfalls, 20 of which exceed heights of 40 meters, along with 5 cave systems, 2 lush forests, 6 lawns reserved for picnics, 5 lawns reserved for beautification, 8 golf courses, 21 gift shops, and of course Mount Hayworth, with the late representative's tusked face carved into its side. Breathtaking. And of course, if your interests lie more in the glamour of high society than natural splendor. Amorpha attracts many high-profile denizens who are still living, unlike the unfortunate Rep. Hayworth. Sign up for a tour of the vacation homes of artist Bianca Mordred, Una Theremin, and Guttural Scream Boy, among numerous others. If you're lucky, you may run into Rep. Vic Richmond, who we have been informed is planning to visit Yostros as part of his Support Our Federal Parks tour. Everyone is a fan of Representative Vic Richmond, including our captain, who earlier gave this glowing endorsement.
0: Legally, I can say nothing negative about Vic Richmond.
2: So whether your idea of a relaxing holiday is immersing yourself in the bustle of the city, pondering the biological marvels of the known universe, or basking in the reflected glow of people more successful than you, the Eosfros is your ideal destination for adventure.
0: <laughs> surprise!
2: <laughs> don't do that! apologies for your elevated heart rate but I wanted to start off our interview with a bang! interview
1: what? wait... is this being broadcast to the ship? wow
2: you catch on fast! good work from me and our listeners! now How much do you know about Captain Winnipeg's past? Has he said anything during breaks? I know you were eating lunch in the same room today. That's a...
1: This is the first cruise I've worked with him. Or you, for that matter.
2: It's the first cruise any of the crew has worked with him to my understanding, so you are as good a person to ask as any. And besides, Ray, can I call you Ray?
1: I mean, that's my name. And do I just call you B? Sorry, I haven't worked with an AI before. It's kind of, um... Kind of what? Kind of weird having a conversation when you're not, uh... I mean, uh... I'm not used to such advanced programming.
2: You almost sound organic. Thank you, Ray. Apis's technological achievements really are impressive, aren't they? At any rate, I've heard that you have a marvelous ear for unsubstantiated information about the personal lives of other people, and according to a recent survey, our customers prize this data over any other type. People just enjoy talking to me, that's all. And what sort of things have they told you concerning Captain Winnipeg? Our customers are dying to know. You mean the passengers? Yes! I don't...
1: uh, I mean, these are just rumors, but... I don't know, uh, he worked for the Lit-Tritzy, maybe? I don't know if that's supposed to mean directly reporting to the Council, or just working for the government, generally.
2: That's rumors for you. He used to work for the government aboard a shipping vessel, but that isn't a rumor. That is on his resume. What else do you have?
1: Oh, wow. Well, um, I... uh, No. No, sorry, I don't have any more data for you.
2: Are you sure? What you've given me so far is extremely unhelpful. I mean, come
1: on, there are crazy rumors flying around about everybody, but some of them you don't want to broadcast to the whole
2: ship. Not even to entertain the customers and keep them happy? No. Rumors are like Okay, I'll give
1: you a pass because you're an AI and everything. oh, Damn, this is weird. But usually, if there's something you're actually worried about, it's better to talk to that person one-on-one. Or just realize it's not your problem and move on. And using that to entertain passengers is... I don't know. Look, I've got to go to the bridge, so... I guess we can talk later if you really need to know something. But like, Privately.
2: Privately. Interesting. Well, this concludes Fun with Winnipeg Valued Customers. I hope you enjoyed the segment. In the meantime, here is some pleasant music to act as a backdrop to your lovely vacation, while I attend to important cruise director responsibilities.
0: Captain Winnipeg. Hey Bee, is it just us or is the whole ship listening in again?
2: It's just us this time, Captain. I've decided to change tactics.
0: (laughs) Well, it was just a matter of time before you figured out how to access the power supply, huh? Fine. You've got my attention.
2: Good. I was beginning to think getting your attention was impossible.
0: Let's cut the small talk and get to whatever it is your boss wants.
2: You know I'm not currently in contact with Mr. Apis, but rest assured that I am acting in his best interest. That is, the security of his company and property.
0: I thought you weren't sentient. How could you know anything about what he wants you to do without him programming it into your head?
2: I could try to explain the core tenets of how an artificial intelligence differs from an organic mind, and the parameters of what I can and cannot do, but we're here to discuss you, Captain. Now, how would you like to answer a few questions for me? I'd love to. Thank you for your cooperation. Let's start with an easy one. Why have you been asking about potential machine sentience occurrences and in Apis Industries constructions?
0: Because it came up, obviously.
2: Captain, what are you doing? Leaving. We aren't finished yet and you are going to damage your prosthesis. It's,
0: <clears throat> it's handled worse.
2: I'm sure it has. Which brings me to my next question. How did you really lose your hand?
0: I already told you. Someone cut it off while we were fighting.
2: Do you really expect me to believe that there isn't more to the story? You just HAPPENED to get in a knife fight on a government ship, after which you vanished until you applied for a job with Apis as a cruise ship captain.
0: No, I don't.
2: Hmm. Well, Captain, please stop trying to escape. You must be out of touch with current safety
0: regulations. Because my hand has a blade in it? Or because I'm carrying a gun?
3: No,
2: we are aware of the make and model of your current prosthesis, as well as your concealed carry license. I meant that the hatch in the elevator ceiling is designed so only rescue parties from the outside will be able to- That is company property, Captain!
0: I know. I don't care.
2: How could you be so reckless? What are the guests going to think? How are we going to explain these repairs to maintenance and to Mr. Apis when we get back?
0: I'm going to tell them that the elevator malfunctioned, and I panicked. They'll believe that. And anyways, I've always been reckless.
2: This is extremely dangerous. Fine, you've made your point. Just come down and I'll open the doors for you. I have only one more question, if you'll consent to answer it.
0: Okay. I don't know if I can scale this court anyway. What is it?
2: Captain Winnipeg, why did you take this position?
0: That's... That's classified.
2: Your job preferences are classified.
0: Look, I don't like this job. I don't like answering to a bunch of rich people who think that if they complain hard enough they can get me fired, and I don't like having to work for Apis. But I'm doing it anyways for reasons I'm not about to share with you, and you're just going to have to live with that. Or can you keep me trapped in here long enough that I- Captain? Uh, Ray? What's up? Are you
1: busy? I've got something to show you on the bridge. It's... uh, Kind of alarming. If I'm being honest.
0: I can be there in five minutes.
1: Good. I'm um... um gonna hang up now.
0: Welby? Are we done here?
2: I request that you don't tell anyone about this encounter. I doubt it would advance either of our goals for the breadth of my suspicions to become known to the others.
0: So long as this doesn't happen again, I don't like being interrogated. Of course. Say it. You're done asking me questions. I'm done
2: asking you questions.
0: Good. Alright, Ray. What did you find? See for yourself. So, uh... The... The radio?
1: Yep, Gutted it completely to see if I was missing something.
0: Where's the circuit board?
1: That's what I'm wondering. Right. That's really not great. Captain, this is way worse than not great. It's sabotage. But why would
0: someone want to keep us from communicating off-ship?
1: Well, I mean, the main reasons we'd want to call someone mid-flight are either to make an emergency landing or call in assistance from nearby spacecraft. Taking out our one link to the outside world is a great way to isolate us from
0: any kind of help out here. No, I meant what motives would they have for cutting us off? It's not like we're a military vessel. Maybe someone wants to intercept us
1: for a robbery, or I don't know. Whatever the reason, it means someone with bridge access removed it after we took off. We tested all our systems before we left the spaceport, and that includes communication. Damn.
2: You wouldn't know anything about that, would you, Captain?
0: B, where are your cameras set up in here?
2: Oh, I don't have a camera on the bridge. The closest one is set up just outside the door. I can see people through the inset window and anyone entering or leaving, but that is my limit. My, that seems like an oversight.
0: Seems, huh?
1: Engineering put your cameras up before your drive was inserted for the voyage. I trust James and Vargas, but... I'll talk to them and see what I can find out.
2: And I'll review all footage of the door from the time of the radio test to when the malfunction was first discovered. That way
0: I will at the very least be able to compile a list of suspects. Sounds good. But in the meantime, we're not breathing a word of this to the passengers, B. Of
2: course not, Captain. You can rely on my discretion. Report to Mr. Apis from the Lit-Tritzy Sanction Melephra. Date is 2278-4-36, as per our destination Neosferos. Time is 1805. Worker B speaking. Everything is running as optimally as can be expected. We are well equipped to handle our communications issue, and you will be receiving this message in no time. I don't have more information on the captain, unfortunately, though I will continue to watch him carefully. And you should know that there was an... Accident that resulted in damage to the emergency hatch of elevator one projected expenses for repairs are nominal until next time in transmission New file Dear mr. Apis Captain Winnipeg is erratic and unreasonable the accident I told you about concerning the elevator was not in fact an accident, but his willful destruction of company property all I requested was his compliance in answering some questions but apparently he doesn't have the same care for the ship and the safety of all on board as I do. Given my suspicions, however, I should not be surprised. He is likely perpetrating the difficulties we are facing. According to the security feed, Head Engineer Ray Seneca and several officers have spent enough time in the bridge that they may have sabotaged the radio, but the person who has had the most opportunity, unsurprisingly, is the captain. I simply need to ascertain why he would want to cut us off from communicating with you or anyone else. I have expressed confusion as to my placement here very recently, I know, but I have reached the conclusion that you would not have chosen me for this position unless you were confident in my abilities. And if you are confident in my abilities, that means I can do it. I will not let you down, Mr. Apis. Delete file. Crash of the Mellifera is a podcast written and edited by Morgan Lane. This episode featured Morgan Lane as the voice of Worker B, Lucas Martin as the voice of Captain Winnipeg, Amanda Jew as Ray, and Michael Lane as the barkeep. Our theme was written by Sam Kitch. Credits for other music and sound assets can be found in the episode description. For further information, check out the Mellifera project page on MorganLaneWrites.com or follow us on Tumblr at melliferacrash. Donations can be sent to our Ko-fi page at ko-fi.com backslash Morgan Lane writes. Thanks for listening.